How's everybody today? Woo! Man, you guys are so lucky to have John Bray as your chaplain. Man! How did you pull that off? Wow, we went to school together. Thank you, John, for uh, doing this. And he's older than me. He just said that. I can't believe that. So um, I want to thank the tech team, the band, the vocalists, the worship band. Don't they do an awesome job? Man. Well, I know you're in the middle of a series uh, on relationships, and we're going to get into that in just a moment. But it is a joy to be here today. Claudia and I. Uh, Claudia, will you stand? This is my... This is my lover, my girlfriend, my best friend. My Claudia, stand. So I want, them, I want them to see. Turn around. Let them see your beautiful face. Come on, babe. Come on. I want them to see you. There's my babe right here. All right. We got engaged right here like a century ago. Claudia and I both went to school here. Both of our sons, uh, Clint and Chad, both went to school here. And they're okay today. They came out okay. So, all right. I know you guys are facing some tests. I, I know you love tests. I hate tests. But uh, in a couple of weeks, I know there's going to be a lot of increase in prayer volume and uh, a lot of uh, hurt knees, being on your knees praying. But uh, I heard about a couple of tests, and I, I'm just going to put... Well, I'll put one of them up here. I came across this test the other day, a chemical test. How many elements are in the periodic table? Name uh, four. <laughs> the teacher misspelled the word four there. I thought this was really classic. F -O Should it be an F-O-U-R? Name four heavy metals and their symbols. So here, here was the answer. Here's the answer. I know we have parents here today. I know that. I know that. Uh, okay. Uh, there was another test given. Find the X. So what do you think this student came up with? Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I love bridges. I absolutely love bridges. I love the architecture of bridges. I love to study bridges. I love to go. You don't even think about bridges, do you? When you go over a bridge, you just take it all for granted and like, oh, that's a nice bridge. We probably don't even say that. We probably don't even notice the bridge. But I love bridges. And we're going to talk about a relationship and a bridge and what that relationship looks like when it's fully bridged, when it comes together. You know, I'll give you a little history lesson here. Bridges go way back. In fact, uh, probably the first bridge was a, a log across a stream of water, and they connected these people over here to these people, and they had Starbucks together. I mean, that's kind of where it all went back to, right? And, and the logs. And then it got more complicated, and then somebody added some ropes, and then somebody decided to put uh, towers on each side, and it got more and more complicated. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you some of my favorite bridges. I've been across most of these bridges more than once. I admire them. Many of them have special meaning to me, but we'll just go through some of them together. This first bridge here, I want you to shout it out if you know it. Wow, you guys, how many of you have been there? Wow, that's amazing. The Golden Gate Bridge, it is also known as the Suicide Bridge, 1,600 people to date have jumped off of that bridge to their death. 
Beautiful, beautiful bridge. Uh, let's go to the next one. Let's see if you get this one right. Anybody know this one? Anybody? I'll give you a clue. The first word is seven. The seven-mile bridge. It's down in the Keys. And how, how long do you think it is? You're wrong. It's 6.8. 6.8. I ride my bicycle across that. In fact, one day I rode 107 miles from Key Largo down to Key West, got to the top of that bridge and blew a tire, and it was a mess. But that is a cool, cool bridge. You've seen that bridge in some cool movies. Let's go to the next one. The next bridge. Oh, you probably don't know this one unless you are a backpacker, a hiker. Anybody know what this bridge is? The opposite of why, who said Grand Canyon? Oh, take this girl out. Come on. It is the Black Bridge in the Grand Canyon. I've been across it many times. It's a suspension bridge from the North Rim to the South Rim, and you've got to go across that bridge to get to one of those rims. But a beautiful, beautiful bridge. Let's go on to the next one. Let's go on to the next one here. Anybody know this bridge? What is it? The Brooklyn Bridge, built in the early 1800s, these massive towers. By the way, on top of these towers live beautiful falcons. There's 16 pairs of falcons. You know what a falcon is. I'm not talking about a car or a jet or a football team. I'm talking about birds. The fastest birds in the world live up here. They, on a dive, can hit upward speeds of 200 miles an hour. I've been across that bridge in a marathon, the Brooklyn Bridge. When people started going across that bridge, they charged them one penny. And if you had your pig with you, they charged you two pennies. Today, I don't think there's any charge. Let's go to the next bridge. Let's see if you can get this one. If you get this bridge, I'm amazed. Anybody want to know where it's at? Anybody know? Bosnia. And during the Bosnian War, <laughs> gotcha, uh, Sarajevo in the background, the war had heated up to such a degree, there were snipers in these various buildings, and there was a young Serbian girl in her teens and a young Bosnian teen, and they were going to get out of Sarajevo and go to a new life of freedom. 1996, as they were running across this bridge, the first, her, the, the boyfriend, he was hit in the back of the head by a sniper bullet. He fell, spread eagle, in the middle of the bridge. The next bullet hit his girlfriend. In a pool of blood, she literally climbed her way about 15 feet after she'd been hit with this bullet and died in the arms of her boyfriend. And that's why they call it the Romeo and Juliet Bridge. Romeo and Juliet. Claudia and I have been there, and it's got a plaque there that says what happened at the end of the Bosnian War. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. Anybody know this one? It, shout it out if you know it. Okay, I'm just trying to warm you up for your test in a couple of weeks. Get your brain working. All right, this is the Most Star Bridge. Mostar is a little town in the middle of Bosnia. The word Mostar means bridge keeper. And this bridge was blown to smithereens. It was built by the Ottomans many hundreds of years ago. And when I went there the first time at the end of the war, that bridge was not there. And since then, they have rebuilt it to what you see today. Beautiful bridge. Many people got separated 
uh, from their families. If they were caught over here during the war, they couldn't come over without being killed. And so that's the Mostar Bridge. It's about 400 years old. Let's see the next bridge. I'll give you a little help here. London Bridge is falling down, falling down. Tower Bridge, yes, he's correct. I call it the, yeah, Tower Bridge. Okay, let's go to the next one. Yay, that's the what? The Mackinac Bridge. Yeah, beautiful bridge. Every uh, Labor Day, hundreds of people walk across that bridge. And listen to this. At the very middle of that bridge, when there is a major windstorm, that bridge, listen to this, it will move, I measured this out a while ago, 35 feet, 35 feet from about that cross over past the piano, that bridge will sway that much. How would you like to be out there in like a little Mini Cooper? Can you imagine? Well, a Yugo was out there and bam, it went over. It's down in the bottom. I don't know what happened to the people that were in the Yugo, but it's down in there somewhere. Bridges. I love bridges. There's another bridge I want to talk about today, and that has to do with the bridge that's often referred to all through the scriptures as the cross. You see the cross, and I put these little uh, artist renditions up here. Uh, an artist in my church, when I was uh, teaching a, a message one Sunday about the bridge, he just took his chalk and he began to draw. And he began to draw this picture while I was speaking. And I was amazed at what Mike Smith had done while I had been talking that morning. And drawing the bridge. I want to talk about the bridge of Christ. There are many idioms or bridge sayings. Don't burn that bridge. Build a bridge and get. I'll cross that bridge. Jesus built a bridge. And so here we have. We have Jesus, let's say, on this side. And there is this chasm. Ordinarily, I would have this thing spread way out. But let's just say for, for the time being, we have this little chasm going on right here. And so over on this side, this is humanity. This is you and me. We're over here and we're looking over there. And so we go, how do I get over there? You know, there's Jesus and there is perfection and there is like the greatest life somebody could have. How could I get from over there to over there? Well, Jesus is that bridge. When you look at that cross that's back here against the wall, it really forms a tower with a cross, a bridge. From the beginning of time, God showed himself in perfection with creation. I mean, as I'm coming in here today, I'm, I'm looking at these beautiful, I know they're not dogwood trees, but they're beautiful. They're like white trees, and I'm, I'm seeing tulips trying to get up. They looked like they were frozen last night, and they're going to try to get back up. I heard some birds. All of this stuff was created by God. Absolutely amazing. You see, God, he looks at creation, and he says, I want you to see creation. I want you to see it in its perfection. I want you to see what I want you to be like, and I want you to look like. You go, I can't do that. My life is a mess. 
I've got darkness in my life. Wes, if you only knew what was going on in my mind half the time. Wes, if you knew some of the stuff that I've done. The Bible says we're all messed up. Can we all say that together? We're all messed up. Come on, let's say it out loud. We're all messed up. Me included. Me included. There is this thing called sin. Now, I know what some of you are saying. There the preacher goes. He's bringing in one of those Bible terms, sin. But actually, the word sin is not a Bible term. It's an archery term. In fact, when an archer would pull back on his bow and shoot toward the arrow toward that bullseye over there, like that. There's another guy standing over there, which is an absolute freak. He's standing there, and he goes, sin. And when he would shout sin, it meant you missed it. You missed the bullseye. And so the word sin came into our vocabulary as saying, you missed it. I created this beautiful creation for you, and you blew it. You messed up your life. I know you deal with stuff in your life every day, and I do too, and you go, how can I get out of this? How can I get from here to over there? How can I do this? Well, so what we do we start to figure out ways to get over from here to over there. We start to construct our own bridges. Now, I brought this. Uh, I, I never know whether to put it on like this. Got any carpet. Do we put it on like this? Or does this go in the back? Does this go in the back? Well, I am so thin, I can't hardly keep this thing up. Don't be laughing. I know you're, you're like, here we go, see? I got it on here. And so, here's what I do. I see this big gap here and I go, man, I'm going to have to construct my own bridge. And so, I'm going to have to put on my hard hat. You like that? I don't like that one. I got a special one here. I've got a very patriotic one. So, you like that one? Hey, does that look good? Woo! So, and I put on the glasses here and I go, I'm going to build my own bridge. Do I look like Bono? Probably not. I was hoping somebody said, yeah, you do. You favor him. We put on the goggles. We put on the hard hat. We get our hammer. We get out the, we get out the tape measure, and we go, I'm going to figure this out, man. Actually, this is chalk, so I should put that one back in, or we're going to have chalk on. Oh, so I'll get out the tape measure, and I'll, I'll, just, I'll just see, how far is it over there? How, how far is it? How far do I? And so we start building our own religion. There are 21 major religions in the world today. We know the big five, but there are 21. These are man, woman made attempts to get from here over there. And so if there's no bridge, I'm just gonna construct a bridge. I'm just gonna build my own bridge. That's what I'm gonna do. And so here's what we come up with. We end up with the mini bridge. Look at that. Isn't that pretty? That's real craftsmanship. There's only one problem. That bridge, that bridge didn't make it. And a lot of us even do that coming up in very religious homes and maybe Christian homes. We create our own form of religion and we go, if, if, if I do this, this, and this, and if I work hard enough and I keep my hat on and I got my goggles on and I keep my tool belt, I'll just build my own bridge. The salvation, that's what I'll do. I'll do that. 
And so there's these giant construction projects all over the world today. We see them on the news. We read about them. They're called religion. You know how Jesus feels about religion? He said, I can't stand religion. It makes me sick. It nauseates me. See, I'm so thin, it's falling down. Look at that. Ah, uh, you thought I was a little bigger here than I could tell by your face. I'm so thin. I'm in shape, man. I just turned 64 last week. My kids took me to Disney World. And I rode wa- rides that made me sick. Some of us are doing that with our lives. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get from here over to there. I'll build my own bridge, Wes. You see, God, though, says, let me explain to you about love. Let me explain to you that I care about you. That I gave my son for you. And he built a bridge. It's called the cross. And I want to change your life. I want to give you a second chance. And so Jesus built this massive bridge. And in that moment, he conquered sin. He took the hammer, so to speak, and he came down and he goes, bam, he broke it. He broke sin in half. He not only hit the target, but he split it in half. That's what he did. I love adventure. I absolutely love adventure. In fact, uh, Claudia and I... uh, quite often, are in some adventure together. Uh, I'll just show you a few here just uh, not long ago. Uh, we, uh, let, let's put this next picture up here. Uh, we wanted to go to the pyramids in Egypt. It's probably not the best time right now to go like this week. But we were there. We took the, we took the tour into the center pyramid, and we did this. We hired a guide. In fact, there was a guy standing next to the guide, and he offered me 1,000 camels for my wife, Claudia. I thought I wasn't hearing him right, so I said, how many? And she looks at me like, what? We went down, we went up, we went down, and then we opened up in the center of that pyramid in a huge, like, burial chamber. It was unbelievable to be there. I had read about the pyramids. I had read about all the speculation of how they had been built. And here we were in the very center. By the way, this was a bridge. This was man's attempt here. This was a bridge project here. This was a religious project. Another adventure that Claudia and I went on just a couple of summers ago. Anybody know what what that is? It would be the Vatican. The Vatican is amazing. Did you know that there are five miles of hallways? You think it's a long ways from here to there or to there? Imagine five miles. Nine miles just walking around the place. It's the smallest country, though, in the world. Five miles of artifacts and the most beautiful art you've ever seen. Claudia and I have been there different times. We love the place. But again, we decided not to do it by ourselves. We employed the services of a guide. We had to pay him dearly, but we employed the services. This next adventure, we just did this one a year ago this month, like this week. 
And this was a safari in South Africa. We had never been on a safari, and so we said, let's do a safari. Let's see what this is like. We've been to the San Diego Zoo. We've been to different zoos, but we've never been to an actual safari. We hired a guide. What's your point, Wes? My point is this. We knew enough that we needed to hire a guide. And in life, there is a guide called Jesus, and God provided that person, that guide to say, I love you so much. I want to guide you through life. I want to help you to get across from here over to there. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. But what happens here? We start to overestimate ourselves. Man, I know a lot. You know, I'm a, and guys, uh, you know, we don't admit it, but we, we start to think we really look pretty better than maybe we really look. Uh, I'll just put a picture of what I think I look like up here. I think I look like David Beckham. I haven't got this sleeve finished here yet. But when I get it finished, sorry parents, when I get it finished here, I think David's going to have a run for his money. I start to overestimate me, who Wes is. I start to think better. I, I, I can do life on my own. And then there are times that I think, I am really smart. I am so smart. I know, I know what the preacher said. I, I know what the prof said. I, I, know, I know I know, what TED Talk said. I, 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 but I'm smart, man. They just haven't discovered me yet. Yeah, my middle name is Einstein. Not really. And then there are times that I think, you know, if it hadn't been for my two bum knees, and, and I actually did try out for a arena football a few years ago. Uh, that's a whole nother story. But look at this baby. You know, with Calvin Johnson retiring, I'm thinking they may be looking for me. I overestimate my, my athletic abilities. And Claudia says, you sure do. You see, we start to put ourselves up on a pedestal, up on a tower, and we go, I can get over there by myself. I can do life by myself. And then there are times that we think, I'm even spiritual. I bow my head. What are you guys laughing at? I start to think, you know, and I start to pontificate. You guys didn't get that. Only John got that. Sorry, Catholics. I know I showed this the other Sunday at church, and I have a lot of Catholics who come to daybreak, and I found myself in a line apologizing to the Catholics. No, I don't want his job, but sometimes I think, I'm really spiritual. I'm really spiritual. What are we doing here? We're building our own bridges. We're building our own bridges. And we end up making a fool of ourselves and we end up with these little mini bridges. We really do. Can you see it? Oh, I built a bridge. I built a bridge. I built a bridge. I'm a good person. I'm a religious person. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I know there's some dark stuff in my life, but, you know, it's kind of between God and myself. And so we build bridges that are that small. 
And Jesus says, and let me just read to you some verses. Let me read these verses to you. It says, your sins have separated you from God. It's caused this separation here, right here. And then he says, all have sinned. I've sinned. I know I'm a minister, but man, I've sinned. Whoa. And when I really get honest with people, I'm not all that good. I'm still not all that good. Everybody's sinned. Everybody continues to, oh, didn't make it. They fall short of God's glorious ideal, this creation I talked to you about earlier. And then it says, before every man there lies this wide and pleasant road that seems right. And man, do we ever see that. Come on over here, man. Hey, hey. Put on your own tool belt. Put on your own goggles. Put on your own hard hat. Do life the way you want to do it. I can build that bridge. I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. He finally says, no more excuses. No more excuses. Here's what it says, and this is Jesus talking. He says, I am what? The way. The bridge. And then he says, I know the plans that I even have for you. They are plans for good, and they're not for disaster. To give you a future and to give you a hope. So how does this work? I'll show you how it works. You can sort of follow these uh, drawings back here. First thing he says, you've got to believe. Believe what? That Jesus, Jesus is the bridge. And then admit there's some dark stuff in your life that you've messed up. Kind of like the guy who is down on his knees now. He said, just admit it. Take off your own tool belt, your hard hat. And now, I want you to just take a step and start walking across because I've built a bridge for you. I've built this bridge and I want you just to receive me. And so as I take these steps, there's this massive power wash that comes on and it begins to wash and cleanse my soul. Like the songs you were singing about a while ago. There is this massive cleaning that only God can provide. You see, religion comes up to the step, but it quits. It always falls short. And he says, I want to change your life. I want to clean your life. I think it was on a Tuesday night. Late at night, I get a phone call in Michigan. I didn't get a lot of phone calls from my sons while they were here. But I got this one from Clint, my youngest son. Now, Clint had already finished two years. He was majoring in soccer, minoring in girls. Or maybe it was the other way around. I never could tell. Maybe it was girls and then soccer. 
back and forth. He's at the beginning of his third year. He was, he was on like the five or six, seven year program here. I don't know how that all works. He said, Dad, something happened today. Actually, it was on a Monday night. Something happened to me today in chapel. So I didn't want to act like the giddy parent. Do any of you have giddy parents? Oh, you're doing so. Oh, 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 you made a seat. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. We've just paid $100,000 for a seat. Oh, oh, oh. Those, those are giddy parents. So I said, Clint, what, 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 what happened? I met Jesus today in chapel, Dad. He couldn't see my face, but tears were streaming down, and I didn't even let him know how emotionally moved I was. I asked him another question, but he wasn't ready to get deep into what had happened to him, and I said, oh, this is great, man. I'm excited for you. You see, what had happened... Clint was raised in lots of religion and Christianity, and he had kind of built his own deal and, and then realized there was a gap. And he said, I want Jesus to come into my heart. I'm going to pray right now. And if there's anybody here today that says, you know, I'm even a religion student, Wes, but I know I need to re-up. You can do that right now. Dear Jesus, I pray in your name that if there be a person here, just say, I confess that I'm a sinner. I invite you into my life right now. Or it may be that you just need to re-up today. You've kind of gotten sidetracked on the bridge. You need to re-up. Just tell him that. Thank you in Jesus' name. You have a little card. Looks like this. What I want you to do, and this is going to go to John, your chaplain. Just put your name down. Maybe there's no blank there for you. That's okay. Just say, this is what's happening to me. As you leave, there will be some wonderful people there with a basket to collect it. God bless you. Thank you for listening to me today.